My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Perhaps we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Hey, welcome back to Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. Um, I love that part, Apollo, where you sit up there and you look like a little Martian, and you're like, we are the plan. Yep, yep. I'm coming through the interwebs straight <laughs> into your brain. <laughs> uh, well, t- t- just, just when you think it can't get any dumber, the things that they did to Koi today, so before I bring before I bring Aaron Clements on and before I bring Coy Griffin on, I wanna I wanna tell you guys what happened. So today Coy was called to the county and told that his laptop had been seized and his access to his office had been removed. The entry code had been changed. He was given no notice. Now we this morning, if you didn't get to watch it, go back and listen to what we said this morning. As it relates to the Nazi judge in New, New Mexico, I'm not going to apologize. The guy's a Nazi. He's, he's rewriting, rescripting the rule of law. Just pulling it out of... We're going to take away constitutional rights to run for office based on a civil proceeding to remove someone's ability to represent the people that duly elected them. Let me say that again. On a civil proceeding by someone that complains, they take away Coy Griffin's ability to represent the people that are in his community, that asked him to represent and to stand up for their interest, and they're going to take that away with the civil proceeding, stating that you don't have to have a criminal conviction in order to be an insurrectionist. Redefining the whole word, redefining insurrectionists, redefining what's happening in our country, redefining, and then went on to chastise Coy <laughs> because he stood up for election. What what do they call it? Misinformation, disinformation. This is it's absurd. So upon inquiring as to why Coy was informed that the ruling had been made from Santa Fe, New Mexico, judge that ordered him removed from office. By the way, a judge does not have standing to remove anybody from office. I want to be really clear. A judge does not have the authority to remove anyone from office. And we've been going through this now. A judge has no statutory authority to remove someone from office who has been duly elected by the people in his community. No standing. You want to talk about what has no standing? There's no precedent that would allow a judge to remove a sitting elected official. But that didn't stop this Nazi judge from breaking the law. It didn't stop the sheriff from going in and enforcing an unconstitutional ruling. The ruling will be appealed and has not gone through any appeal process yet. So before the ink is even dry... They stood on the faces of those people in those communities. Coy has been given till Friday to vacate his office. If I were Coy, I would never leave the office. I would sleep there. I would say, you're not taking me out of my office. You have no authority to take me out of my office. County sheriff enforced the order. The county sheriff literally needs to be recalled immediately. If there's a recallable way to recall that sheriff, we need to recall him. Sheriff needs to stand in the way, not go along with this status quo. He needs to stand in a place of interposition, but that's not what happened in this case. All he had to do is say, tell the judge, go enforce your own order. But the sheriff went along with it. 
supposedly a constitutional sheriff too. So why would he assist? Why would he not read the 49-page ruling? Why would he say, I'm just doing my job? Well, we're gonna like find a brown out. shirt. It's a brown shirt. That's exactly what it is. It's a brown shirt. You got a Nazi judge and you got a brown shirt who said he stood up for constitutional integrity, the integrity of the Constitution. And anyone, literally, a third grader could read this 49-page ruling and come to the same conclusion that, frankly, nothing to see here. But that's not what happened. But that's not all that's happening. Here, here's another thing you need to understand. That uh, Vicki uh, McCard is a commissioner. She's the sister-in-law of the sheriff. He just betrayed the voters, the commission, and his own family. Removing every vote. So this is what uh, this is what the county attorney is doing too. Actually, forget it. Let's just bring him. Let's bring him on because this is too much. I don't want to go through all this stuff. I want to hear it straight from Coy. I want to hear straight from Aaron Coy. Aaron, welcome to the show. Joe, Joe thank you for having me, ma'am. Brother, can, are you sitting on your horse on this picture? Because I think we had some problems. So you're on the on the phone. But are are you are you on the horse? Oh, are you, man? This technology gets me every time, Joe. I swear it's more stressful than politics. I'm trying to get my camera figured out on my phone, and I I just always have heck. But good to hear your voice. Well, it's good to hear yours. And Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Great to be here. So, uh, you got to tell me. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't even know where to start, Coy. <laughs> I. We went through this this morning. I go, this is not, this isn't even remote. This doesn't, this, this sounds like something out of a bad dream. I'm telling you, Joe, you, you pretty much said it all just a second ago whenever I was listening in. This, this judge in Santa Fe County, mind you, it's a county outside of the county that I reside in and preside in. What? Um, it, the civil lawsuit was filed there and, uh, and he doesn't have he doesn't have jurisdiction in this deal, man. You know, no. I mean, it was a civil lawsuit filed by plaintiffs that live outside of the county, and unbelievable. It's just uh, it, it, it's been very hard to stomach. So, so the sheriff is enforcing a rule from another county. I didn't know that. So this makes it even worse. That's right. <laughs> this is yeah. I, I'm not laughing at you. I just want to be really clear. I'm not laughing at you, but the ridiculousness of it makes me laugh because the only the other thing I could do is start throwing things and they've taken away all objects in front of me oh. other than my coffee cup. You know, I today whenever I went in my office to begin the the task of put of of going through paperwork and cleaning my desk out and cleaning my paperwork up. Uh, the undersheriff stayed in my office um, the whole time I was in there and would not leave. I mean, they've changed the locks on my door, um, and they won't even let me uh, be in my office alone by myself. The, sheriff, the undersheriff, as I said, stayed in there all day, and as I go in tomorrow, um, he's gonna, he's, I've got to call him, and then whenever I do, he will come into my office again and, uh, and, and stand in the doorway and watch me go through all my paperwork. Well, I actually think, this is my thought, I think you should go get a pillow and a blanket, get a prescription or a subscription to Instacart and Uber Eats, and get a bucket so that, I mean, you don't have a bathroom in your office, do you? Uh, no, but there's one right down the hall. Well, I don't have one. Not yeah. Okay. Okay. And not and even leave my office. I would leave. I would say, and literally get the porta potty deal. Get a couple buckets. He's like, hey, I'm gonna get a bunch of water. Have him bring you foods. I'm not leaving. Yeah. This is my office. Yeah. Yeah. Coy, it's your. You, you, know, you don't have I mean, the statutory I, authority to remove a. They don't have the authority. There's no authority. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell you, Joe, we're the real. I, in my opinion, and what I expressed today, where the real problem's at is with our county attorney. But do you know the county attorney that is is sitting in that office right now is the same attorney that represented the recall committee during the recall campaign against me? What? And, uh, so you can you can, you can understand what a friend I have on my side. Yeah, he's the he was the, he was the attorney for the recall committee. 
And after the recall against me failed, we were vacant an attorney. He came and he told me, and he disclosed it to me whenever he uh, came in to, to interview for the job. He said, you know, I represented the recall committee. And he was repentive about it. And I don't know, maybe I let one get by me, Joe. But, you know, he told me two things whenever I interviewed him. First off, he said that he was a Marine, which I have the utmost respect for, former Marine. And secondly, he said that he went to law school to study the law to learn how to fight back against the government, which is music to my ears as far as lawyers go, you know. And so I was an, I was agreeable to hiring, but today during the meeting, I was during our we had a regular scheduled meeting today, and I went down there during the three they gave me three minutes during the unscheduled part of it to to speak my piece. And uh, I let him know exactly what I felt about him today during the meeting, you know, um, as well as a few others. So did you have but, any supporters yeah, that were there? it's been hard, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the room was filled full of haters, too, you know. And you know the crazy thing in this deal, uh, Joe, as I just mentioned, I've been through a recall. They've already tried to recall me through the people, okay? That fell flat miserably. It failed. So since they couldn't get me out of office through a recall through the people, now they use one liberal judge in a liberal county through a civil lawsuit to totally subvert the will of the people. And the left is always talking about our democracies under attack. This is the purest form right here whenever you have the government through the court system remove an elected official under bogus grounds and now the governor of New Mexico, a radical progressive, will hand-select and choose who will go in my spot. Well, that doesn't... Tell me that's but, but, but you no, are... Tell me that's the market. And I will remind everyone, before we go on, that as we fight to take back our country, and as we are all preparing for the future that lies ahead of us, how important it is for you to protect your family and prepare yourself to be able to do so. We're blessed to have a relationship with dcf guns here in colorado they have three locations one in castle rock and two down in colorado springs uh, but they have a ton of inventory it's one of the things i love about dcf they consistently have more inventory than anywhere else that i've i've seen if you need a handgun for concealed carry if you need something to protect your home go to dcf guns at any of their locations uh, if you go to dcfguns.co uh, which is what you're looking at right now, you can go straight to their online store and you can check out the things that they do currently have in stock right now. Make sure that you get something that's appropriate and most importantly, make sure that you get some training. You can do that at DCF Guns. They offer some great training by some really, really phenomenal instructors. So go get something that's going to work for you, that's going to allow you to be prepared, get ammo, magazines, whatever you need. They have safes and most importantly, get training, get familiar with the weapon that uh, you choose, and make sure that you and your family are protected. So that's DCF Guns in Castle Rock and in Colorado Springs. They have two locations there. Go to dcfguns.co to go straight to their online store. Okay, so Aaron, tell us what happened in Otero County. I mean, did you was it was it clean? No, it wasn't clean. The it wasn't clean. Um, the machines aren't certified. They have error rates greater, 15 times larger than are allowable by law. We caught the tabulators counting folds as votes. They weren't programmed correctly to count write-in candidates. So Commissioner Griffin was absolutely right to ask for an audit of their election. And and the audit uh, speaks for itself. It's a fact. And that, that judge in Santa Fe aren't going to be able to undo what happened or, or get rid of any of those facts. Um, so. You know, everything Coy has said has borne out to be the truth. He he didn't want to certify the uh, primary that just happened in June. And and there was a recount for a particular race, and it turned out that, that the tabulators had failed to count three legal votes in that race. So they were threatened over, over the 2021 primary. They were threatened over wanting to audit their own election, which they have to certify. Um, and, and they were absolutely right to want to do those things. And the thing that disgusts me the, the yeah, most I, about... Go ahead, Coy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just going to say... Well, I was going to follow up what you mentioned about on the the recount vote, Joe. You know, as Aaron said, as we were forced to certify, 
through threats from the Supreme Court of removal of office or felonies charged against us, that very election tally changed after the recount. As Aaron said, there was three legal votes that were cast that were not counted in the tally that we were forced to certify. So we were right in our position not to certify that that tally was fraudulent. And and it's just it's just unbelievable, you know. That the, the the judge, Chris Francis Matthews, in my my trial to remove me from office, he brought that up because I pointed to the fact that this is a civil lawsuit, and the first thing you have to have in a civil lawsuit is injury. There has to the the plaintiffs have to have injury, and I pointed to the fact that Matthews. I said these plaintiffs that live in Santa Fe County have no injury as far as my position as a commissioner in Otero County. And he comes up and starts arguing from the bench for the plaintiffs of how I failed to certify the election on June the 7th and how that could that could be grounds for injury for the plaintiffs and all the people of New Mexico because I failed to certify um, the elections on June the 7th. But then, you know, this is June the 7th, but the lawsuit was filed March 21st, so his argument still falls flat because you have to have standing at the time the lawsuit is filed, not yes. afterwards, you know? So okay. We've got strong ground to appeal, you know? I mean, we're going to cream them in an appeal. Okay, but you're going to cream them in an appeal because they're using the thir- Article 3 of the 14th Amendment to get you removed without any conviction of any of ever being an insurrectionist. They're saying that, hey, listen, even <clears throat> if you're in the same ballpark, even if you're hanging out, you're an insurrectionist. Even if even if you show up to redress your grievances, insurrectionist, even though you're not violent, insurrectionist, even though you didn't and chant, yeah. insurrectionist. Yeah, and, and if you yeah. read Section 3 and 5 also of the 14th Amendment, that's not self-executing law. That no. has to be legislated by Congress in regards to an insurrection or rebellion. A state district judge does not have jurisdiction to rule in gr- on grounds of insurrection, period. Hey, so that we have a picture of this district court judge. It's Francis J. Yeah. Matthew. Can we go ahead and put a mustache on him, uh, please? You know, a little Hitler mustache? I think we need to. Uh, you know, because th- this guy literally stands for the Nazis. Uh, he's going to go ahead and fix that for us. I'm going to get that. Sorry, this is my show. I get to, I get to, I get to add little. If I want to put little horns on him, I can. But uh, I wanted to put this up there because I think everyone should call the court. Uh, if we can put it up again, Mr. Producer, I want everybody to call the court. That number is 505-455-8155. It's 505-455-8155. And his email address is, which is weird, S-F-E-D-D-I-V-1-P-R-O-P-O-S-E-D-T-X-T at N-M-C-O-U-R-T-S dot gov. That's sfeddiv1 proposed txt at nmcourts.gov. Sorry, I want to be able to do that. Go ahead, take it down. Yeah, great idea. I think everyone should call him, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, they're, they're tyrants, you know. and it, I mean, tyranny, as we all know, is whenever you take away the will of the people, and you replace that with the state and the government, you know, and that's exactly what's happened in my case. The will of the people was for me to finish my term out, which was spoken through a failed recall, but instead they've decided to remove who the people chose and replace with who the governor is fixing to choose. Theory. And it's just—it's not just removal from the date of the decision. He actually backdated his removal to January seventh, twenty twenty-one. So this morning, this morning during the um, during the meeting, the the feckless coward attorney R. B. Nichols uh, said he's going through all the votes to figure out which ones are now going to change and take his vote out. 
from January 7th, 2021. So talk about standing. You don't have the authority. They don't have the authority to do any of this. They don't have the authority, but now they have 20,000 people in Otero County who Coy represents. So every vote you cast in, you know, as representatives of those 20,000 people, now they have no voice starting January 1st, 2020. So he's made it a civil rights issue for 20,000 people. It's not just about Commissioner Griffin, one man who he disapproves of. He has erased the voice of, of 20,000 people in Otero County now. So when okay. Trump said... Uh, hold on, Aaron. I want you to finish what you're saying, but I, I want everyone to understand anything that Coy voted on as an elected official. This is like, this is beyond. This is beyond the pale of anti-American. This is this is a Nazi regime that is pulling their weight at every level. They're, they're sleeper cells that exist in our country, and and they're basically saying that anything that Coy agreed with. That the vote didn't go that way, they're gonna they're gonna overturn it, just by just by waving their hands and saying, "Not gonna do. We're not doing this." Right. <laughs> and also, I'm sure that what they're gonna address too is the resolutions and stuff, Aaron, that I put forward. I'm sure, like the pro-life resolution that I introduced that I got passed through. You know, I mean, where we we we. All three voted to declare Otero County as a sanctuary for life. And I bet you that's the first resolution that they're going to scrub that I introduced, you know. So, and then, so these 20,000 people lost their voice. They, they backdated, lost their voice. So any time they reached out to Commissioner Griffin with an email or a phone call saying, you know, I have this opinion or this opinion on this issue or that issue. And what, however they might have swayed how he voted. Now, not only do Coy's votes go away, but their voice goes away. So they have turned this into a First Amendment issue for thousands and thousands of people. And I mean, that was the most boneheaded thing they could have ever done. And for the county attorney and the county sheriff to help this man enforce these things, they've now made Otero County liable for these you know, egregious uh, violations of civil rights. And I mean, I think it's a beautiful case to take straight to the Supreme Court of this country. Because if you think about what the implications are, okay, today it's Otero County, what if tomorrow it's a Supreme Court of a state or it's a legislature and there's it's something that's decided by a single vote and the left doesn't approve of it. So they could, they could go charge that person of some crime they made up in their head that happened a year or two before and then wipe out everything that that person did. That's, that's where we're headed with this. It's worse than anything I could possibly imagine happening in our country. I think it's as bad as a FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Hey, listen, I have to tell you this because I'm really, I got a woosaw, woosaw. I feel like I'm in Breaking Bad. You guys have both seen that, right? Woosaw, woosaw, Okay. So I want to say this. You have one ruling that could be affected, and that's the vote to sue the New Mexican Secretary of State, right? New Mexico Secretary of State. Yeah. So that's what they're going after. They're going after the ability to to hold people accountable for transparent elections. Right? Yeah, and get this. You know, on on our county commission meeting agenda today, which I was able to introduce agenda items, you know, 10 days ago, 10 days before the meeting, I had an agenda item on the agenda today to, to call a public hearing to pass an ordinance against the ballot drop boxes. So that was my next move, was to was to draft an ordinance against ballot drop boxes in Otero County, and all of a sudden I'm removed from office two days before the meeting. You know, coincidence. All right, so I want, I want you guys to know this. There's a complaint against an attorney. You could do the disciplinary board of the Supreme Court of New Mexico. We can actually file a complaint against the, the city attorney, correct, or the county attorney? And the judge. He has and a lot of license on. Yep. So, uh, Mr. Producer, if we could put this up real quick so we could show people this form and then direct them on where to go to see this. I'm posting it in the comments. 
Okay, this is a disciplinary board of the Supreme Court of New Mexico. Listen to me, everyone. Don't tell me that you're for the rule of law. Don't tell me that you're for fighting for this country. If you're not willing to do the hard work and put the elbow grease in necessary in order to save this nation, we got weeds growing and tall trees where we should have plowed land and we should have fertile, we, we, should, have, we should be growing fruit. And we can't grow fruit because we're not willing to do the hard work. This is a part of doing the hard work. You call the, the judge, the Nazi judge, you call <laughs> sorry I had to do that there, there he is there's his little mustache you call him and you file this this lawsuit this complaint excuse me not this complaint against an attorney you file this against the judge and you file it against the the county attorney right because this has long-standing precedent long-standing if they can remove and change the rules it, to every ruling yeah. go ahead coy and, and, and honestly uh, Joe, where does it factor into that, again, this attorney was the attorney for the recall committee whenever they waged a recall against me a year ago, you know? So he should be compromised right now just by by serving the recall committee before. He's already tried to come against me once. Now this is the second time around, but he's doing it from the county platform. <sighs> I feel like I'm just... Hello. Okay. I feel better now. No, I don't. Uh, so there's another article that came out. And, Coy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push pause for a minute. Aaron, the, the Washington Post came sure. out with an article about David Clements. Are you familiar with this article? I'm not. <laughs> You're not? No, I haven't seen it. Was that today? Oh, it came out today. And let me, if you can put it up, Mr. Producer, you probably have to go to Wayback Machines because it's going to block you. But an ex-professor spreads election myths across the U.S. one town at a time. David Clements is traveling the nation trying to convince local leaders to withhold certification of election results. If he succeeds, it could cause chaos. This is on. This to me is. This is crazy. It's crazy for a lot of reasons, but it's ran. It's it's written by Annie Gowan. Uh, <laughs> this is from Nebraska. One recent still summer night in this tiny city on the Nebraska prairie. More than 60 people showed up at a senior citizen center to hear attorney David Clements warm of an uh, epidemic of purported election fraud. He's not lying, by the way. That's absolutely true. For two hours, Clements, who had the rumpling look of an academic, though he lost his business school prof professor's job last fall for refusing to wear a mask in class, spoke of breaches, breached voting machines, voter rolls manipulation, and ballot stuffing that he falsely claims cost former President Donald Trump victory in 2020. The audience, which included a local minister, a bank teller, and farmers in the overalls, gasped in horror and whispered, wow, with each new claim. We've never experienced a national coup, he told the crowd, standing before red, white, and blue signs strung up alongside a bingo board, and that's what we had. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more, and you are concerned about the future, and how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545. Or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545. Or text FREEDOM to 998899. You know, the go ahead and take it down. You haven't seen this yet, but Aaron... This reads like a novel of epic proportion of it's not true. Yeah, I like how she accuses him of causing chaos. To me, when 60% of a country don't have any faith at all in their election system, that's the chaos, and they should be fixing that. 
they don't even have to be convinced of the fraud themselves, but the fact that no one has confidence, that means that they've got to change something because they work for us. And, and I'm glad that people are tuning out the media in record numbers. ESNS, Smartmatic, Dominion Voting Systems, Heart, Clear Ballot, all of these voting machine companies use the same system architecture in order to push votes. We've concentrated on Dominion, but we've gotten into ESNS machines and we're seeing the same thing. Yeah. Switched votes, problems with voter rolls. I mean, Aaron, they, they're trying to convince people that we're, we're crazy and that we're, we're Trumpsters running around like, oh, I'm a little Trumpster. Yeah. I'm not a yeah, Trumpster. Like, yeah. I'm not a Trumpster. I'm, I, I, tr Trump is my choice. Mm -hmm. But I've never shown up in, you know, Trump gear and ran around saying Trump, 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 Trump. I simply yeah. said, it's better for minorities. It's better for our community. He's a better pick. Yeah. And the people chose him. And yeah. now... The people don't have a voice. They don't get it. And I don't believe they've been choosing for a long time. I think that it was overwhelming support for President Trump. They couldn't, they couldn't fix it in 2016. Yep. In 2020, they just wanted to make it ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Aaron, do you believe that the election was stolen in 2020? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Did, did you see evidence of the election being stolen in 2020? Or are you making this all up? There's evidence everywhere. No matter how you look at it, we're all coming to the same conclusion. It was a mess of an election. How about 2021, Aaron? Uh, if they did it in 2020, they're doing it constantly. I mean, we've seen yeah. over and over again. You just had a couple months ago in DeKalb County, Georgia, where they were proved switching votes, dropping votes. The third place winner was chosen. And then when you go count the ballots, the third, or the third place winner was actually the winner. And the first place was actually third place. They're still doing it. They haven't fixed anything. They haven't fixed anything. Coy, I got to ask you a question. I can't see your face, but I want to be able to see your face. Coy, did they steal the election in 2020? I, I know the election was compromised, um, without a doubt. Um, who are you stole sure? it, how they stole it, um, are you, you know, sure? those are all questions that are still being answered. But how many have already have been answered is, is there in um, responded so absolutely you know i i i believe that right now if the will of the people would have truly been spoken in 2020 donald j trump would have be, be completing a second term in office um but McCoy, did you and, see, I, and, and, and i'm like you know yeah. you know i mean i'm not a crazy rock trump lover that just is is worshiping donald trump you know i I'm a fan of his America First agenda. I appreciate his efforts in border security and our Second Amendment and and, and defending life. And he was he was a, he was a great president on every front. Um, but but I'm just a, I'm a truth seeker, just like you. I mean, if the will of the people was truly Joe Biden, and they could prove that through transparency, then as bad as I would like, as bad as I would uh, feel about it, I would be willing to accept it. But until we have transparency on every front, and until we have audits that are not uh, coerced or not shut down by the state, the Fed, then we're, we're going to have questions. We're going to continue to question things until transparency, because with transparency will come truth, and with truth will come the day of justice for the American people. So, so I have to ask you, have you seen evidence of election fraud? Absolutely, we have, we had we we had we found evidence in Otero County. And it's you know, a small that's county, why right? I voted not to certify. That's why I voted not to certify the election is because Aaron and 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 David and and all of the hardworking great volunteers from Otero County that canvassed neighborhoods and um, dug into the forensics what we could, what we were allowed to. Uh, they produced huge evidence of discrepancies in our elections. And I'm not going to put my name on something that's not right, you know, and that's why I voted not to certify. I'm not a sore loser, you know. I'm, I'm just a truth seeker. I, I want transparency. 
Okay, so you've both seen the election fraud. Aaron, what, what happened in the, the canvassing? Let's talk about that, because that's, that's, that's something you can't dispute. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's the hard evidence, you know, that they say that doesn't exist. But uh, we knocked on 20% of the doors in Otero County, so it's an enormous sample size so that we could have a lot of confidence in what we found as, you know, projected to the county as a whole. 30% of the doors we knocked on had issues where whatever the Secretary of State had for that address was not correct. Maybe there were extra people living there that had moved away 10 years ago. Maybe there were people there that had never lived there. We found a lot of that. Um, so those are 30% is just the people don't live there. So that's wrong. And then another, another uh, I think it was 4% of people um, we said, you know, did you vote in 2020? And they said, yes, I did. Well, the Secretary of State says that you didn't. There's no vote under your name. And in fact, I found absentee ballot envelopes with somebody's name on them. So they were returned to the county and counted. And I look up their name in the voter roll and there's no vote for them. So I can verify two ways that there were votes dropped. Then we have uh, ghost votes, what we call ghost votes, where somebody voted from an address um, but they didn't actually live there, or somebody says that they did not vote in 2020, but somebody did cast a ballot in their name. Probably one of the worst examples of that we found was uh, there was a lady, she said, um, you know, we said, does this person live at your address? And she said, well, that's my uncle's name, but he died in the 90s, and he's never even lived in New Mexico. But somehow they inserted this woman's next of kin into her home and cast ballots for him. I mean, we, we had people casting ballots from empty lots, uh, stuff like that. Families of four casting ballots from empty lots, casting ballots from places that they've never lived, uh, things like that. So uh, yes, for sure, there was fraud. And we have, you know, we've talked to dozens of people that would say so. And then there was another category uh, where their votes were incorrectly reported for some reason. Somebody would say, I voted in person on election day, but their vote was recorded as earlier absentee. And I think that has something to do with just shuffling around like, uh, probably party affiliations to make whatever the result was look reasonable based on who turned out. That's kind of what I think is going on there. But yes, for sure. You know, we found dozens of people that would testify that what was recorded by the Secretary of State in the voter rolls was not correct. And the voter rolls are in horribly inflated. Okay. Uh, you know, we, we've talked about DeKalb County in Georgia. We've talked about what happened in Arizona. You know, I was just meeting with Jeff Lindbergh. Jeff Lindbergh will be on tomorrow morning as well. And he, uh, he came to visit me. Uh, we, had, we had to meet in an undisclosed location, uh, to, to, to safe location. I had to fly out of town. So I, I, we, we had to meet and, and have a conversation about the things that were happening in New Mexico and, and around the country. And he had a hit piece written about him as well in the Washington Post that is some of the most brilliant lies fiction I've ever seen in my life. And it, the, there's no accountability because you have judges that are going to just do what this judge is doing. And they won't look at the election evidence. They say it's on standing. They try to remove people from office. They're attacking Coy. They're attacking uh, uh, Mike Lindell. They're attacking David Clements. They attack me. I actually like getting attacked. I think I like getting beat or something. Maybe I'm like a... I don't know. What am I, masochist? Yeah, glutton for punishment. Like, pow. Oh, that felt good. Hit me again. Ugh. Come on, Eric. Hit me. But <laughs> please, <laughs> please show up to hit me. Please. I wish Eric Coomer would show up and try and hit me. That would be so much fun. Should I give him my address? You look too happy. Yeah. He, no, he already gave everyone your address in, That's that, right. in that filing, remember? That's fine. Yeah. Um, but we have all this as, as squirrel. Squirrel, squirrel moment. Yeah, I need to take my ADHD medicine. I'm not ADHD, but uh, but I want I gotta I gotta ask this question, Coy. Why do you think why do you think they are gaslighting when there's so much evidence? Why do you think they're still writing election deniers, all this stuff when? That the evidence is so overwhelming. I mean, it's not just a little bit of evidence. It's overwhelming. Why are they not writing about it? Why did they oh. not write about Eric Coomer and the fact that he hit a building and then lied over and over and over again? And then his lawyer happened to be walking down the street <laughs> and negotiated with police on the side of the road so he wouldn't get arrested for a felony for almost running people over and running into a building. I mean, and that's just one part of it, but okay. all of it. I'll tell you. 
Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you my opinion why is is because the media is totally hijacked, first off. And secondly, uh, Joe, is that when the truth comes out, partner, there's going to be heavy implications for people, man. I mean, that's why that's why the the Biden laptop thing hasn't come to surface and been investigated the way it should be. It's because when we have that day of justice, there's going to be people that are going to spend the rest of their lives in federal prison, you know? So people that have a lot to lose are willing to... to to carry it out to the very end. And we're seeing that before our eyes, you know. I mean, whenever we finally have that day of reckoning, um, you know, there's going to be people that are going to be prosecuted in the heaviest of ways. And, and and that's why it hasn't happened yet. But we just have to keep fighting for that day. And, and it's eventually going to happen, you know. I mean, it'll, it'll finally come out. All right. So I have to ask this question, Aaron. This, this – uh SS agent that couldn't identify the restricted area. You know, they testified that Coy had gone into a restricted area, but when he asked for Coy's attorney, he couldn't tell the court yeah. where the area began. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so even this this uh, misdemeanor that they've said Coy is guilty of, of trespass, I mean, it's definitely appealable. It, if you can't even tell us where the boundary is between when he was trespassing and when he wasn't, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. And somebody there's made a no point that- no signage, no signage, nothing that said restricted zone, nothing that said unauthorized zone. There was no way that you could tell where that boundary was, as you mentioned, Joe. Not even this Secret Service agent, Al, a veteran of 22 years, couldn't even. Um, tell us where it was at, you know? I mean, the the Secret Service, the Capitol Police, they're, uh, man, they're corrupt. And I don't know if you know this or not, but during my trial on this insurrection trial in Santa Fe, I was, as I was pro se, I got to cross-examine the witnesses that the plaintiffs brought forward, and one of them was DC, or, uh, Metropolitan Police Officer Daniel Hodges. What? One of the big superstars of the January 6th committee, you know? Wait, hold on a second. I had him under oath. And, yeah. You I, I had him it? under oath in front of me in the court. And um, I asked him about Roseanne Boylan. And I asked him if he uh, was aware how badly she was beaten on that day in the West Tunnel. And he just kind of him right around and said no. And I said, she was beaten by D.C. Capitol Police Officer Lila Morris. Do you know who Lila Morris is, Daniel Hodges? And he looked right in my eyes, Joe, and said, no, I don't know who she is. And I said, really? I said, well, that's funny because I saw a picture of you, her, and, and Michael Fanoni as MVP invited guests to this last year's Super Bowl game. And as soon as I said that to this liar, he looks flat down at his table and, and his whole countenance changed. And he goes, oh, oh, yeah, I know her. So he's alive. Lied under oath with the Presidential Medal of Freedom tight pinned to his chest. You he know? Had, he had that on his chest? And that's all recorded, brother. That's, that's in the recording. That's in the recorded transcripts of the trial. I mean, that's history. So he's a liar. He's nothing but a radical liar. Yeah, he's a liar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to get a copy of that. We're going to put it up. So I didn't know that... He, that you ought to get a copy of it because, you know... You know another thing that he said whenever I was cross-examining? I was really pushing on him at that time about how why one door was locked and the other door was left open. And as I pushed on him and pushed on him, you know what he responded? He said, well, one side of the Capitol was open to lure people around to that side. What? And I said, lured? And he goes, oh, uh, no, I misspoke. I didn't mean to say lured. And I told him in trial, I said, oh, you misspoke kind of like Joe Biden misspeak sometimes. Is that what you did? Yeah, this is, it's, it's all recorded transcripts of the trial, man. It's, hey, it's crazy. Hey, Aaron, can you get me a copy of that and just send me the bill? Can you get that for me? Or, yeah, we'll or Troy, can you get it for me? David knows how to get it. Yeah. So if, yeah, maybe David can help get that. I'd like to go through. I'd like to do a whole special segment. Oh yeah. On on this, we'll do it like a Shakespearean play. I'll play Coy, 
<laughs> and someone else can play him. <laughs> or or I'll do the voice where I'm like, so, you know, do you know who Roseanne Boylan is? Uh, so, uh, no, not really. Yeah. Um, uh, well, you don't? You don't know that she was beaten in the tunnel? No, I, do, I don't know. I'm literally going to do it myself. I'm going to do it with two separate voices. You guys are going to be totally amazed by it. Watch me back. Yes. I grilled him in that trial, too. I grilled him on Brian Sicknick and the lie that came out from the government where he was beaten to death on a fire by a fire extinguisher, which was a flat lie. I got it. You do get that transcript. You'd be, you'd be, it's, it'd be, an, I don't even have it yet. Um, I, I ordered a recording, a CD recording of the trial, but they haven't sent that to me yet. But all that stuff's recorded, you know. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. Okay, so so tell me, hmm, tell me this. When's the appeal filed? Has it been filed? Who's representing you on the appeal? Uh, are you putting in an emergency motion, a motion to stay, a motion to quash? Uh, are you to, to quash the judgment? Are you, I mean, what, what, are you, what steps are you taking right now, and how can people help you? You know, I'm, I'm halfway embarrassed to say, uh, Joe, that I haven't even done anything since, I, since that ruling's come in. I mean, my head's been spinning with, um, between the media and between dealing with the county. And I'm, my plan is on Monday to drive to Santa Fe and file a notice of appeal. Um, I had a conversation two nights ago with an attorney um, that's represented me before, and he said that uh, there's some big, big professors, lawyers um, on the 14th Amendment from back east that want to enter into this case, um, and I'm going to try to get back a hold of him this evening. But as of right now, I still don't have counsel in this thing, you know. Um, but uh, so Coy. that's kind of where I rest. Coy, Coy, you got you got to strike when the iron's hot, brother. You got to you got to you got to you got to shake this off. You got to shake it off. They want yep. you to be stunned. They want you to be in chaos. They want you to not know what to do next. You don't wait till Monday. You get out there yeah. and you, you get it done. Yeah. And you get a hold of these constitutional yeah. attorneys and you start pressing on them to help you get through this case on appeal. There's no way that this, this case stands. No way. No, yeah. oh, I know it can't. It's going to set the most dangerous precedent that any court case could, you know, but I mean, you know, I'm, I just, I don't have the, I don't have the infrastructure around me, Joe. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I was pro se in that trial. I didn't even have a lawyer in it, you know, because I, first off, I can't afford one, you know, and, uh, and, and then I don't know, no, 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 no lawyers will even get close to me. It seems like in New Mexico anyways, you know, um, 
because they know once they once they enter in, they're going to come under the same attacks that I've been coming in. But um, but I really need help. You know, at the end of the day, I really do need help in this. If you're an attorney and you're listening to this show, I want you to pick up the phone and, and leave us a message, 888-441-1121. That's 888-441-1121. And leave the information. We'll get it over to Coy immediately so that we can help out. I'm sure that David will give you some advice, too. Thank you. And I know that there are... There are sure. other attorneys that I'll talk to as well. I, I plan on reaching out to Mike Lindell. I think this is important enough that maybe we can get his, someone of yeah. his lawyers to help out as well. I'm not. I'm not committing for that. Yeah. Just I don't think he knows what's going on sure. here, and it'd be nice to to get a hold of him and see if he can. His legal team can help. Well, I got to tell you, we're we're. Okay, so there's a question that came through, and it says, uh, what can be done for the people? This is for you, Aaron. What can be done for the people in Otero County? And, or what might they be going forward regarding the elimination of, of Coy's votes? I mean, how, how do we get through that? I think they need to be raising a ginormous stink right now. They need to be calling the county attorney. They need to be calling the sheriff. They need to be asking what in the world are they doing helping this judge in Santa Fe enforce a ruling like that, which it would be one thing if he removed him as of the day of the ruling, but to remove him, you know, predated it or, you know, uh, take away a year and a half of their voices. They need to be screaming that that's what's happening because this is no longer about just Coy Griffin. This is about, this is about the people that would have dared to vote for someone the left does not approve of. So when President Trump said, you know, they're not after me, they're after you, that's, they're after you now. Okay, so you're not gonna, they just have to make it about that. That's what it is. So they need to take control of the narrative. They need to be all over every county official in Otero County saying, what in the world are you doing? You let that state judge enforce his own order if he's gonna be a Nazi like that. And the fact that the, the case is gonna be appealed, so the process is not done yet, to try to uh, retroactively change Coy's votes now when it's actually not settled and probably won't be settled until his term is up anyway. I mean, that's what they need to be saying. So, so the second that he files an appeal, Coy, I think this is the case, I'm not sure, but the second you file an appeal, that will stay the decision and they cannot remove you from office, I do believe. Correct? I, yeah, I'm not sure. So, so I, think, I think you have to get down there tomorrow and 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 file it. I mean, I hate to, to throw a monkey wrench into your your plans, but I would get down to Santa Fe yep. and file the file it immediately. Notice of appeal. I would even call the attorney that you yep. have. Is there a place where people can actually support you? I've got a. I just started another gift and go uh, account. Go so there. I've got a gifts and go up, but um, yeah. I mean, if anybody out there wants to help out. Um, well, I need it, you know, because I mean this this job, this county commission job, it wasn't much. It was twenty two thousand dollars a year, but it provided me health insurance and stuff. And now, I don't even have that, you know. I mean, that just barely paid my mortgage and my electric bill. But um, yeah, I'm 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 in a tight spot right now. I can promise you that much. Okay, what is it? Uh, um. You have. I'm. I'm trying to find it on Gibsengo. Do you have a? Do you have a? Uh, I can't find it. I can't I find it. it. If What's you it? search my name, Coy Griffin, C O U I G R I F F I N, um, it uh, it should pop up. Um, I I can send it to you guys too. Um, okay, I got it. I got it. I found it. Good. All right, let's put it up if we can. Okay. So this is uh, guys. We want to make sure that we support. This fund, this is support for Coy Griffin, and that it is here. It is, yeah. I don't know if you can see it or not, but and if you could put up the the URL, if you would. But we have to get you to the place where we can we can help you do this. I'm going to drop it if I can in all of the comment sections so that you can do it. Just five dollars, guys. Just put five dollars in there for Coy. Put ten dollars. Give what you can. Let's not let this stand. And uh, you know, I just dropped it into all the. Oh, never mind. I apologized too. Sorry. All right. I'm gonna. Just... 
So that's you go to Give, Send, Go, put it in under Koi, C-O-U-Y, Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. Um, help him get to the place where he can raise some money to get this handled. He has to file the... And I'd like to get you to that $50,000 by the end of the day. So I'll put it on all my social accounts as well. And we'll do everything we can yeah. to support you. And for those on audio, you can go straight yeah, to the yeah, Gibson yeah. Go at G6GYC. That's GibsonGo.com slash G6GYC. Okay. All right. We're not going. Somebody said GoFundMe is better. We're not going to. We're not going to GoFundMe. We don't. We don't. We don't support the communist network of GoFundMe. Um, they take down <coughs> Patriot accounts. All right. Well, we're we're out of time, but I want to give you both a little bit of time at the end to, and then I want to pray for both of you. So, uh, Aaron, I'll let you go first, Thank and then Coy, I'll let you go, and then I'll, I'm going to pray for both of you. Yeah, I'd just like to take this time to thank Coy Griffin for his um, courage and his witness throughout this ordeal. He's been absolutely just hammered by haters on the left. And I've seen it, you know, been in the rooms where you have these goons in the audience saying the most nasty things. And he's always um, been a great witness for his faith um, and for truth. And I appreciate him so much. And I'm, I'm praying for you on a daily basis, Floyd. Thank you so much, Aaron. And, you know, I mean, the, the same goes back to you and David, the friendships that we've built and uh, the work that you've done doesn't go unnoticed. Um, Joe, I appreciate you as well and your voice. And uh, I just want to let people know, you know, I mean, um, if you if, if people will partner with me, that I'll be um, a prayerfully a great steward of anything that's entrusted with me and I mean, my roots go back to ministry and, and pastor in a church, and I've been I've been the fiscal agent of that, and uh, and I'll handle your money and put it in the very best spots to get the most bang for it too. So I appreciate you guys very much, and the fight's far from over. I'm not gonna if I if I give up, I I, I lose. You know, if I give up, I get swallowed up. And um, God's had his hand upon me for a long time and done a great work in me, and I know that he hasn't finished it yet. So um, thank you for the time, though. Hey, listen, i got to tell you, the, the work that you've done, and Aaron, the work that you've done, um, I know that they write bad stuff about you because we're over the target, and we continue to have stamina, courage, mm-hmm. commitment, and character. And those are all things that God puts you on this path, and if you take yourself off it, if you give up, then you you literally, it, it's not victimless. We, we, we have an obligation to stay on this path. We have an obligation to be tools of God, to stand in witness, but also to, to do the hard work, to plow the fields. And so I just want to thank both of you for your commitment to this country and to those people you don't even know. And by the way, the commitment that you guys have collectively is a commitment that people wouldn't do for you. They wouldn't do the same thing for you. And that's how you know that it's run by character and selflessness to serve our nation. So thank you. Thank you. I'm going to pray for both of you. Um, I'm going to pray for David too, because I know he's on the road. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's pray. Father God, I have a heavy heart. I have a heavy heart with a lot of thanks. We are so grateful for for knowing you, for having faith, for being able to live our lives in such a way that we can honor you and stay committed to restoration, bringing you back to our community. Father, please forgive us. We just, we were apathetic. We, we weren't paying attention. We, we, uh, we had blinders on. We were comfortable. And we, we allowed evil to run roughshod all over our communities, over our schools. Father, we're here now. We're standing up. We're standing firm in the commitment to do your work, Father. Father, please, I ask for for a special blessing over Coy Griffin, Aaron Clements, David Clements, their families, their children, their friends, the people in their community, but especially to walk with them and to stand as a, as a hedge of protection around them, around their families. Give them the wisdom to be able to stand with courage, 
yet commitment and character. Help Coy to have the energy and the strength to get up, put one foot in front of the other, and, and to go after Goliath. Help him to recognize that he is the David. He is a modern-day David. Father, I would just ask you to fill up that emptiness in his heart because we know that we get there. We know that darkness tries to creep in. I would just ask you to fill it with light. I would ask you to give Koi the strength of a thousand men. I would, help, I, would, I would ask you to have others come up beside him, stand shoulder to shoulder in the gap, show support for him, love on him, pray for him, and give him the ability to see the mission, see the light that is so clearly in front of all of us. Father, please give him supernatural strength and give him the stamina to be able to stand in and fight and never quit. But I would, I would just ask you to bless Aaron and David and their children. I would ask you to bless them that they may have peace. I would ask you to, to put a hedge of protection around David as he travels and Aaron as she's at home with the children. Bless their work, but bless them to, to be safe and healthy to have peace and joy and not let anything take that away from them. Father, I would just ask you to touch each and every heart of those that knows truth, to calm the waters, to calm the storm, and allow us to seek accountability within our communities and within our countries. Help us to save our nation, Father. Just give us, just let us be the tool and we'll do exactly what you ask us to do. Give us the strength to stand in you, Father. I ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. What they do to one of us, they do to all of us. That's right. right. I want to thank you both for being on the show. And, uh, Coy, I'll reach out to you tomorrow as you're driving up to Santa Fe, New Mexico, to file your I will. appeal. I will. I'm, I'm, I'll be heading that way or first thing in the morning. All right. And then they give you... That, somebody, op, that office can wait. <laughs> but you get, you get all the stuff. Uh, and, and you know what? Invite people to come sit in there with you, in your office with you. Have a sit-in. Yeah. We're, not, we're not leaving. This is my office. Get people that are willing to come in 20, 30, 50 yeah. and show up in your office and sit around and just hang out. And then everyone can use the bathroom. It'd be 49 people and you walk out and you walk back in. Force them to violate you. I, look, I, I think it takes force. I think it takes courage. It takes people standing together in order for them to realize that they are not taking this nation without a fight. Yeah. All right. I agree. I agree. Keep me in prayer. Cavizio me just said it gave you $100. Please, everyone, donate as much as you can. We must defeat these demons. Cavizio, thank uh, you. We're going to fill you up here. Take care of you. What they do to you, they do to us. Yeah. Love you, brother. Love you, Joe. Love y'all. Love you, Aaron. Likewise, Coy. Likewise, Joe. Coy Griffin, Aaron Clements, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you Thanks so much. Appreciate you. Love you guys. God bless Talk you. Talk Bye. You know, I, I just want you to have faith. I want you to act in your faith. I want you to act in your faith. I want you to be ambassadors of truth. I want you to have courage, but I want you to have commitment to your character as well. See, our kids ran away from truth a long time ago because we pick and choo chose our battles of truth. Sometimes we would just relent and let evil win. As long as it was out there and it wasn't in here, it's okay. Unfortunately, that cancer only grows. And so we need to be able to stand against it. Now it's going to be harder. It's like the grass that couldn't grow and now you want to grow grass? You got to till the soil. You got to plant the seed and you got to water it. Well, that's where we're at right now. We're in a drought. We're in a drought of just basic 
ethics, basic morals. And now we're in that place of restoration to bring God back to our community. God bless you all. I will see you tomorrow. We have Jeff Lindbergh on tomorrow. He's going to go through this uh, hit piece they wrote on him. And we're going to start laying the law down on all these journalists. It's time that we start kicking back the evil that's in our society. Yeah. Just real quick, I want to put this up so y'all can see it. So uh, this was Coy's site when we brought it in a few minutes ago. And since that time, it's gone for 1400 bucks. 1400 So thank you all for who are watching live. Mm, I just want to say thank you. That was five minutes ago. You poured your, you're pouring yourself into a man that is fighting for you. God bless you all. We're going to get him to that 50 grand. We're going to make sure that he has proper commitment and, and representation. We're going to take care of our own because that's what we do. And sometimes plow on the field has sacrifices. And I just want to thank you all for, for, for living that sacrifice. God bless you all. I will see you tomorrow. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.